0: love talk radio welcome are you not a normal talk radio type of person well that's great because our shows are anything but typical we have the most creative and innovative experts sharing their knowledge with you want to know something just ask us if you dream it we talk about it this is
1: 411
0: Voices. Hi, welcome to 411 Voices. This is Dara on radio, bringing you arts, entertainment, and the business of it all. Today's interview is brought to you by the Law Offices of Daniel S. Coley, Patent, Trademark, and Copyright Attorney. You can reach Dan at 561-347-5955, or visit him on the web at www.danpolley.com, You have to protect your intellectual property. Dan's the guy to help you out. Again, you can reach him at 561-347-5955. Today's guest is a worldwide syndicated photojournalist and entertainment consultant. He's been involved in the Oscars, the American Music Awards, BET Awards. He's got a great perspective on life, and he uses his camera to show it to the world. I'm very happy to introduce Ken McCoy. Hey, Ken, how are you?
1: Hey, good morning. How are you?
0: Good. Oh, yeah, definitely have a good mic going there. (laughs) (laughs) You're funny. I um, I, I try, and it's so early in the morning, too.
1: (laughs) That's a good time to be funny. It will help your day out.
0: I guess so. Yeah, I guess I'm not so funny, though, at 630. I don't think anything can help my day out then. (laughs) (laughs) I hear you. So you're you're a syndicated photojournalist. Do you tell. It sounds like you lead a very exciting life.
1: Actually, I do. I have a lot of uh, – some people find it hard to believe, but I enjoy what I do, um, especially starting as many years ago as I have and watched the revolution change from film, uh, from 120, Polaroid, Film, slide film to current digital technology today, and wireless transmission and so forth. That's been that's been a, a, a unique dynamic, but I still have a certain personality that I that I uh, use in in what I do that keeps me balanced. That's the tough part for some people is having that balanced balance in life in in, in this uh, you know. So I enjoy it, and, and it it has opened up doors in other areas. Because that is, creativity is creativity. So to me, uh, when doors open, you take a look at that and you look at the opportunity. If it can further what you're trying to do in the mass, then it's all good.
0: Sure. How would you get started?
1: That is interesting. Um, In a nutshell, I've always wanted to be in the entertainment business. I felt I had a sense of entertainment acumen in, in, in my life. Uh, and I, I also wanted to work for myself. And I said, there's got to be a way, you know, that that could all kind of blend together. And, and, and through a lot of faith, prayer, preparation, and determination, I, as it was happening, I was getting more and more excited that, wow, I'm doing this, and I, I'm i not working for anybody but me. <laughs> so I've also always felt that if I could hustle for somebody else and drive and this do their thing, I could do my thing. Why would I not work harder for me than for somebody else? So Sure.
0: It's funny you should say that. I'm going to get up on my soapbox like I always do.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm a musician by trade, and uh, you know, I teach a lot of kids, and my niece actually just graduated college a few days ago. And whenever I meet someone who's either just starting college or they're looking to get involved in you know, life, I would say, Study business. Learn to go into business for yourself. And I always give the example, you know, these graduates come out of Juilliard being the greatest bassoon player ever. Yes. But, you know, how many orchestra openings are there? So you see these guys selling their instruments to uh-huh. burgers Burger King. Uh-huh. And, like, they should teach people how to have your own business. And there's a great business model. He's a, an orchestra leader named Andre Rieu. I don't know if you've ever heard of him. Mm. Oh, he's crazy no. he's, he's, he's like, almost like a rock star. He's created his own orchestra that tours the world, and he does it his way. It's fun. He interacts with the audience. People get up and dance in the aisles. And he'll never be fired from a job. He'll never have to audition for a job. He created his own job. And I love that was the first thing you said is, I went to work for myself,
1: and in this day
0: and age especially.
1: You know, the thing is, my dad uh, told me when I lived at home years ago he said, son, you know how you're passing and your dad's there. He was a single parent. So um, he, he, said that, he said, son, learn to provide for yourself. And, and again, I wrote about it in an e-book that's on Lulu called The Right Angle. That's my e-book. It's on lulu.com. But I wrote about it, and I, and back at that time, i was I, I heard him, but then, in my mind, I saw this picture of the cavemen days of where they were hunting and gathering the hunters and gatherers you know and and you remembered that those that didn't go hunt and gather didn't eat, yeah. so in my mind, I said, Okay, I got you, Dad, I got it in my mind, so uh I've always wanted to own my own business and work for myself and 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 make my own future kind of thing. So I pursued it. And so I encourage people, right now I encourage people to set their own goals uh, for themselves and, and, and then have actions toward those goals. My brother told me back in the day, he says, I don't care what you study. He says, study interpersonal communications And I I said, okay, and I I remember at the time I wrote it down and I said, my brother specifically got in my face and told me that. And I can't tell you how much that has impacted my life with different cultures of people, understanding people. Can't even tell you.
0: Genius. Your brother is a genius.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So and he tra- he actually traveled with me to a lot of the shows the grammys the bt the oscars uh the christian music awards I-, I mean you know coming from where we came from on the 15th floor of a hotel fully catered you know i mean you, you got to understand that was luxury um but we were doing our doing what we were there to do sure you know so all of all of these opportunities there was no no slack because I have a standard, so I want everybody listening to know, and they could Google me to find out what I do, and I put in Ken McCoy Entertainment, Ken McCoy Photography, Ken McCoy Radio. They will know what I do, and I, I'm, I don't, I don't, I don't slack on what I do because it's my name, it's my namesake. So, sure. and I, I raised my kids. My kids are grown, except for my new three-year-old, but my other kids are grown. They're 27 and 25. So, I raised my kids doing the right thing on that side of things. So I, I do have experience.
0: So how did you find yourself getting involved with the Oscars and BET Awards? And, you know, you worked for yourself. How did you create a name where you got to be there?
1: <laughs> That's a good question. Um, I had read about the Oscar, uh what they call the bleacher people at that time for years. I'd read about these people that would get to, that would go to the Shrine Auditorium and kind of watch the arrivals, and at that time you could go, you could just be a consumer, a regular person can go and, and would have your own lottery to get a seat. They had so many open seats available, so at that time, you used to, you can just go, stand in line, and wait, as long as it took till you got in to see, to see the people arrive. And one day I'm reading and I said, okay, babe, I've done everything else, I've, I've covered presidents, I've done stuff, but this one i 'm going to, I want to go, so I literally with no hotel, took four suits and some gear and just went <laughs> literally went to the to the village uh they called it Olympic Village at the time, right by the shrine, and that was the time that the Oscars was at the shrine auditorium and I basically infiltrated a group I was doing interviews, and they said, "Hey, why don't you hang out with us long story short uh I had took a really nice suit and uh, I was interviewed on A P television. The guy walked up to me and said, You look like you know what's going on and called my wife, said so I was on T V. <laughs> and then when we went in when we this is true, we went into the theater, into the outdoor arena and I said I told the lady, he said, You might want to take my picture. I'm gonna win something today. She goes, Keep moving, sir, right? Mm-hmm. And then they, on our bags they said, If you have a star on your bag, you won a brand new Kodak camera, which is an L C D, the first uh camera that had, it was a film camera with a liquid crystal display preview. And it was an APS camera. And I said, I told you to take my picture. She says, you did, didn't you? So anyway, on that level, that's what started the process on that. You know, Oscars is broadcast to 225 countries every year. It's been going up. And then they eventually built the Kodak Theater for the Oscars. Now it's going to be called something else. So the, the fascination behind the whole show of Hollywood's biggest night with these celebrities putting it together. is just totally fascinating, and it's still fascinating 12, 13 years later.
0: Hmm. So how's the process as far as, I guess, being a photographer? Do you get hired for the job, or you take the pictures, and then someone buys your pictures?
1: Okay. There's several ways that, that people do, as they say, the work of photography. There are, there are speculation Jobs where you speculate—that means you say I'm going to this event and I'm going to shoot and hope I sell something. There are certain jobs that you're commissioned for. There are certain jobs that you are hired for. There are certain jobs that you do for your portfolio. That's okay. how it works. Oh,
0: that's easy enough. <laughs> what's your so, favorite way? Your, what's your favorite way to work? Do you prefer to get commissioned, or do you prefer to be artistic and then try to sell it? <sighs>
1: It used to be trying – I did a lot of speculation back in the day, lots. lot. I just – I said, I want to go. I think it's cool, and I'm here and somebody else isn't. And now it's, it's a lot of self-directed assignments. I do a lot of what I call – I call it SDAs, uh, self-directed assignments, things that I want to do that's cool because I've done so many other different things. And so now I do things that I want to do that I think is totally cool. And just recently I did North Beach, San Francisco, 120 film, no digital at all. I put a few up from my iPhone onto Facebook for creative commons just to let people know what I'm doing. But otherwise I did it with 120 film, black and white, black and white. I mean, it was beautiful. Wow.
0: Wow. Yeah, old school, right? (laughs) Oh,
1: my gosh. It was beautiful.
0: Now, you had mentioned, you know, we're talking about old school versus digital Photography, how do you feel that technology has changed the industry? Do you feel it improved it or it's just really evolving or just changed it?
1: I think it changed it and evolved it i mean it's it's cool to be able to go click, click, click. This is what I got, but there's so many people as I lecture on photography and uh, in, in, in digital realm, so many people have no patience for what the real level of photography. The camera can only do so much, but if you don't know the basics of composition, layout, mental design, patience, angles, lighting, then there's a, there's a crash in culture. There's a conflict, and I see it all the time. People that have no sense of of, of laying it out, they just because just the camera shows them a shot, there's, you know, so I, I mean, I'm not judgmental, but it's like, there's a, there's a, somebody saw me the other day working and they're going, oh, you, you look very intense. I said, I'm waiting for a moment to appear in front of me right. instead of just rushing up to somebody's face. Anybody could do that. But I wanted the moment to develop in front of me. Anticipation.
0: Cool. Do you prefer photographing people or places?
1: Yeah. <sighs> <sighs> That's a good one. Um, I do love people because I, I do love people because of the fact that a lot of people say I don't like my photos taken because, and I said, but I've never photographed you, so I'd like to spend a few seconds of your time. And 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 I did that with Donald Trump at an event with uh, the Golden Globe uh, post NBC event, and he was going. He says, I don't want to take any photos because you guys will take too many. He said, I don't, I don't have a lot of time. I said, I only need one photo. I said, I don't know what this guy needs, but I only need one photo. And he says, one photo. And I said, yes, that's all I need. I don't need a bunch of photos. I mean, respect. So sure. uh, on, on the other side of places, there's a growing new level of passion with my vision that I see with places. So, you know, I like, and I call places stock photography. So when right. you talk about places, I call that stock photography.
0: That makes sense. So it's like, this is the Golden Gate Bridge, that kind of thing, right? Golden
1: Gate Bridge, I just shot a flower, two, two poppies and a rock. Oh, wow. And it, to, to most people, they're going like, I don't, know, I don't know what you see, but there's other people that will nail it right on the head. So it's not for everybody.
0: Yeah, I hear you. You would have liked what we <laughs> did last week. We went on an airboat tour, which I'm down in Florida seven years, my first time I went. So you take an airboat into the Everglades. And Uh, the captain stops the boat, and right next to the boat, there's two gators. Click, click, uh, click, 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 you know? (laughs) Thank you. Thank
1: you. Because if you'd have said, well, I didn't take my camera because I didn't know, so thank you for helping us
0: out. You could like, well, not that I would, but you could have reached out and touched them. That's how close they were.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: Awesome. So does any particular person stand out in your mind when you took a picture, either a silly story or something you'd like to share?
1: Uh, um, one of the biggest ones. I, I, I love this one. Halle Berry, Beverly Hills Hotel, gets out of her car and looks right at me and waves. Looks right at me and waves. Uh, Eva Longoria comes out a little bit after she did, and and just and then Oprah, I, I think was another time, but it was just, um, just amazing the the connectivity, the connectivity that I. That I exude with people, so that those are the ones that strike me right off the top um, that, that I'll never forget. Never wow. forget.
0: Very cool. So I'm going to change gears a little bit. I want to talk about uh, Ken McCoy Entertainment Report. You and you do talent development. Can you tell us a bit about that?
1: <laughs> you good? <laughs> um, Ken McCoy Entertainment Report is a syndicated radio, like a four-minute capsulized news cap, news version, that's on audio that's all over the world about what's going on in the entertainment business that doesn't entail any gossip and uh, yeah. it, it's a, it's a, it's an award-winning show it was designed years ago for this the community that we're in right now this mobile community where people are on the go and they're not sitting around watching news all the time but they want to stay abreast of what's happening so it's heard weekly on uh Sirius XM Royal Radio all over the world in different even DJs are playing it in different genres, different radio stations all over the world. Um Yahoo, TuneIn Radio, all over the world. So wow. it, it, like I said, I don't do gossip. I'm just that's not, not me. So cool. that's just, that's okay. what it is. And that's under Ken McCoy Entertainment and talent consulting uh is simply that I tell people based on what I've seen in the industry, based on what I know about the industry and whether they have the the stage presence or not it's like you said before you know here you have people that are just brilliant in talent I mean they can pick up a violin and and just do the violin but they have no business acumen at all they can't sell themselves at all so they need to know to get a management copyright protection I talk about that in my workshops Syndication. What does that really mean? I mean, there's a business. Lisa Ray, Lisa Ray, the actress, said this at at one press junket. She says, "This is a lot of show, but don't forget about the business." And I tell that to people. So, um, it is business. I, I mean, yep. I love what I do, but it's business. This is how I make my living. So, yep, it's not a that's
0: joke. What, that's why they call it the entertainment business or show
1: business. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. yes. And it's like in your show, you acknowledged your sponsors. This is what we do. And, and right now, I'm on the board. We're we're preparing a, the Christian Music Awards for January 2013, and we're in the planning stages right now of that, as well as a contest that's going nationwide for gospel groups. And, and individual artists to to go to a contest around the United States to be a part and end up on a major television show. So wow. this is what we do. That sounds fun. Yes, <laughs> it's a lot of fun. It really you is. Know,
0: you you also teach and mentor as well.
1: Yes, um, I, I came. I, I was a foster child, so. When I was a foster child, I, I had, I was a, my mom passed when I was five. So knowing how I felt as a foster child, I know what other people are going through from, a, from certain economic statuses. And I say certain, that doesn't mean they're poor. I've seen people right. with money that don't know what their parents do for a living at all. And they said, I don't care about my dad's money. I want my dad to love me. This is what people have told me. So uh, when I say economic status, I've, I've seen people with no money and people with money that just, so the dynamic. But I do mentor young people and give them, try to give them opportunities. Certain times um, you show them what you do for a living. Every once in a while you could have their parents drop you, drop them off to a place where you're working so they can really see what you do, not what you say, but what you really do. So, uh, and, and uh, just yesterday. We were talking to some students. I was mentoring them about the vision of where or who you want to be is the greatest asset that you have. So you have to have a vision for where you where you want to be. Sure. You know. So that that's that's part of what I do, and I've always done it uh, since I was teaching martial arts. That's another story. But I have two black belts, oh. and I was teaching. I was teaching at twelve. Wow. So it's not about your age. It's what do you bring to the table. Yes. Yeah.
0: I, I hate to interrupt. Your phone is freaking out a little bit. It's, okay. So I, I I don't know. It's just freaking out. But anyway, I want to talk about the martial arts a little bit. I studied martial arts years ago. I won't, I won't say my age. How <laughs> years ago? But <laughs> but, but what, what was your thing? What, what did you study?
1: Shotokan and Taekwondo.
0: Very cool. Yeah, I so know it been a while.
1: <laughs> see, it was uh, we did seven years of Shotokan, and then we went. Uh, 13 years of Taekwondo, which is Shotokan's American, Taekwondo's Korean. So Shotokan was uh, 70% punches and 30% kicks. Taekwondo was the absolute opposite. Shotokan was an hour and a half of workout, physical. Taekwondo was 30 minutes, but Taekwondo would kill you if you weren't in shape. Wow. 30 minutes. (laughs) You you, you said, 30 minutes, we could do that. Yeah, really? Because then you would break it up into five-minute segments of getting crushed. So <laughs> it was great, it nice. was great,
0: but
1: but painful, but it was worth it. Oh yeah,
0: so always worth it. Good clean fun, as they say, right?
1: Yes, and we did tournaments. We fought. We did weapons. We did all of that. Yes. Cool. So, so we didn't just do the the school thing. It was taking it to the taking it to the tournaments.
0: Oh yeah, well you have to, and you have to. T- Take to the streets, for lack of a better word, know what goes on in the real <laughs> See, world. I, I almost,
1: I almost said that, but I didn't want to make it sound like like we we ran in a group.
0: <laughs> yeah, sorry, Michael McDonald, we we saw your line.
1: <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good.
0: So there's a few questions I love to ask my guests. So here I go. What would you like people to most know about you?
1: That I'm real. I'm, what I say is what I do, and I believe in what I do. I'm passionate about uh, my vision. I'm passionate about getting the best for me and for people that I work with. That's cool.
0: And do you have any pearls of wisdom for our listeners?
1: Focus on what you were he- designed to do and pursue it with everything that you have and then some, if you really want it. Ah, uh, That is the
0: key, right, if you really want yes.
1: it. Yes. Yes.
0: Now where can people find out more about you? Let's get all your websites out there.
1: Okay. First thing they can do is Google. I have Twitter. I have Ken McCoy on Twitter and Ken McCoy Press on Twitter. I'm on Facebook under Ken McCoy Entertainment. I'm on LinkedIn under Ken McCoy. I'm on Google Plus under Ken McCoy I have they can Google Ken McCoy Photography, Ken McCoy Radio, Ken McCoy Entertainment Report. Whew, you're
0: busy. <laughs> do you actually sleep? That's a big question. Do yes I
1: do. Yes yes I do.
0: Yes oh, I do. And then
1: after I do <laughs> <laughs> I do sleep. People ask me that. They really do. They when do you sleep? Trust me, I'm one of those people that I have a notepad or my iPad by my bed because ideas come to me at 2 and 3 in the morning and I just write it down and I go back to sleep and I will get up in the morning and say, this is what was on my mind. It's it's weird. My wife is aware of it, so I'm cool with it.
0: So do you have any exciting projects in the works right now?
1: (laughs) You got jokes. Um, (laughs) Yes, I'm working with... Several TV networks right now on a new iPhone and app droid breaking news apps that that we just tested before we went on the air um i'm also I just did a major premiere for a movie Finding Hope Now that was about a pastor that that left the comforts of the church to go to the streets like you said, to help out eighteen hundred gang members and the movie just premiered the other day and it's called Finding Hope now, so i'm involved in that. I'm also on the board of United One Productions, and we're preparing to roll out the 2013 Christian Music Awards and Best of the Blessed competition.
0: Cool. You know what? Say that last. Your phone is like making like a really strange noise, and it's cutting off.
1: Okay. Can you that last part? It was the, we're doing the Christian Music Awards and the Best of the Blessed competition.
0: Oh, wow. So now, in what capacity are you involved with that?
1: I am on the board of directors, and I am the TV host on backstage host for second camera.
0: Oh, how fun! <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I to hang out with you. You do fun. You stuff. know what?
1: Mm-hmm. You got jokes. You got jokes. I do. But it's a lot. It is a lot of fun because I get to be me. I don't have to change and try to put on airs and this and that. I, 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 I'm just me. So. And I and I part of it is just understanding who you are, the individual. Yeah. So that so people say if you wonder why am I confident, that's why. So I said it on your show.
0: Now. There you go. I'm always breaking all the news. Everyone knows. Yes. I, I
1: Love actually it.
0: I did have a breaking story on my show once. I I broke the story that they're redoing Dirty Dancing. I had uh, Frankie Previte on, the guy who wrote the song, you know, the theme song, "Time of My Life." Yes. And he broke it, and Twitter trended it that day. I was like. Woo-hoo!
1: my show. <laughs> see? See? Uh, you never and there's nothing there's nothing like that in working on breaking stories. I've done several breaking stories. I was involved with the Michael Jackson trial. I was in Conrad Murray case, I was the Peterson case, the Kerry Stainer case, the Gary Condit case, the uh, Marcus Wesson case, uh all of the, the Whitney Houston I've been on, I've been involved in those cases as well on another level. But, yes, definitely.
0: Wow, that's exciting. Now, were you on, like, I guess an artistic level or professional level with those?
1: A breaking news story level.
0: Well, that's exciting. That's very yes. cool.
1: Yes. Yes, it is.
0: Now, where can people find out about your photography? Do you have a website that just has your pictures?
1: They can go to kenmccoy.photoreflect.com. Dot com, like reflection, so it's kenmccoy.photoreflect.com. Reflect,
0: okay, dot com, awesome. So we've got Ken McCoy dot dot com and then you're on Twitter at Ken McCoy and Ken McCoy Press. That's correct. And then on Facebook at Ken McCoy Entertainment, LinkedIn and Google Plus, Ken McCoy. right
1: Right, right. Good thing,
0: good thing you have an easy name.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, and uh, one thing, I don't do anything risque. So if people, you know, I mean, I, I just don't do anything risque because that's just not me. I don't yeah. I, I don't care what anybody says. I know what I do and I know my standards. So you don't need to, to me, for me, I don't need to do anything risque or borderline to prove myself. Cool.
0: Family friendly. Yes. I love that. I've got a little one. I like the family friendly. Ken,
1: Definitely.
0: It has been an absolute pleasure having you on the show today. I can't wait to check out all your photography and everything that you do, and maybe someday I'll end up on the west coast and we'll hang out.
1: I want you to come to the west coast. Go to San Francisco. Uh, the whole. And, okay, and I'm gonna say this before we get off the air. When you go to San Francisco, go to Mo's if you like hamburgers. Oh yeah. I don't usually eat hamburger. I use. I'm a chicken and fish uh, person, but from in San Francisco, so I said it. I told them what i do, and they hooked me up. And so, are going to have to give a the They were on Jump the Food
0: School Network, School. Network as well, yes. So.
1: Oh,
0: yeah? <laughs> when I was in college my freshman year, I was in upstate New York, and we were done with finals and everyone else was taking exams, and we were done. So we went on a road trip. We went to Scranton, Pennsylvania for coffee and a Danish. <laughs> So why not, why not go to San Francisco for a hamburger? You never know. <laughs>
1: yes, why not? I definitely want to thank you for letting me come on your show. I know I, I think I've been trying to get on since January, so <laughs> so you fit me in, and I thank you for that. Oh,
0: it was my pleasure, Ken. And you know what? Come back and you if you have stuff to update, come back and let's tell everybody about
1: what you're doing. I sure will, no problem. And I thank you for your your platform. Simply there's just. You know, we're not here to sell anything. Just let people know some of us really do this. We really do. We really believe in this. I I know what you hear and what you think you know, but we really do this for a living, and we have fun, and I'm not stressed.
0: That's right. And, you know, what? that's what it should be. You know, I I think in this day and age with the way the economy is, I think more people should take the risk and go into business for themselves because it does work.
1: Yes, it does. Take the risk. Finance as much as you can for yourself. Work in your house, in your garage. You have Starbucks now, where you don't need an office. You have free. Let's be real. You have free yep. Wi-Fi. I mean, you have the office. The office complexes now with the desk and everything. You have places to meet clients. I'm just saying. Plus, you have Square and PayPal. Come on.
0: Yep. I'm telling you. You know what? There's a there's a Dunkin' Donuts. I went to a a woman has, I guess, a, a small PR firm and she invited a bunch of us to the seminar that she held, and it was a Dunkin' Donuts down in Davie, Florida. And it has a conference room, a large conference room, a small conference room, and like a Japanese garden out back. with like a waterfall. Oh, and she rented out gosh. a conference room at Dunkin' Donuts. I mean, who'd have thought?
1: See? See? So it was so much different when we started years ago. You just don't know. That's a whole different story, but... And one day you got I'll come on and tell you some stories about what happened, some real funny stories through the years. But anyway, I like I said before, I just want people to know this is real.
0: Awesome. Ken McCoy, it's been a pleasure.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: Come back and visit. And this is Dara on I, Radio.
1: Remember, thank you. everybody,
0: my pleasure. Be, play nice with each other.
1: Breaking news and information from Hollywood. Hot. Celebrity breaking news to you via Skype, phone, or stand-up. You've seen him on international network television. Join me, Ken McCoy, as I bring you the latest news from the red carpet. Now, Ken McCoy also brings it to radio. Bring it. That's what I do. I'm Ken McCoy. Join me as we bring it to you.
0: Ken McCoy Radio. Thanks for listening to Ken McCoy Radio, K-M-E-R-D-B on audio now.